All right, all right. Here we are. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. We got Joshua Joel in the building, the famous photographer here in Chicago. Oh, yeah. You can catch me all around the city. Man, feeling good. Feeling good. Glad to be here. Man, kicking off the... uh, the series and your episode. So that's a, man, that's a great big privilege to be a part of this from the beginning. For sure, for sure. Glad to have you. <clears throat> you actually did like work for me, like photography. Yeah, yeah. And it came out fire. I had yeah. a lot of clients like, who are you using? I'm like, I'm using Joshua. Yeah, you know, got, that's who got I'm you using. right with the headshots. <laughs> yes, yes. For sure. So we're here today. Got getting the mic. Uh, you yes. feel me? Gotcha, gotcha, yes. <laughs> So we we here today to talk about how you started in photography, man. Right. You made a lot of progress. It's impressive, for real. And how other people can get started in mm-hmm. photography, man. For real. Yeah. It ain't easy. Not at all. Not at all. Every day is a every day is a journey. It's an experience. I I enjoy it. Um, it's a learning curve. Always learning something. Um, and then and just having that interest and that drive for it. I want to do it. I do enjoy it. So. Man, every every day, every week, I'm driven to just keep getting better, keep going at it. Um, if we if we went through the through the story, pretty much like the little how I guess got started, man. It uh, my experience with the camera started with my first job. Those that really know that have known me for a long time knew, know my first job was a Navy Pier. That was my playground down there. Um, used to work for the Souvenir Photo Company. Started that like right after high school. Got me through college and just kept a little money in my pocket. Um, upon uh, moving out from my parents' house and getting my own apartment, I uh, eventually needed a little bit more money in my pocket. So one of my guys, he ended up starting his own photo business. And with that experience, with that experience, he kind of reached out to me like, hey, I could use your help with some of my gigs and stuff. So I just looked at it as a way of getting some extra money in, getting some extra money. So I'm like, yeah, let's, sure, I need all the money I can get. Just picked up this apartment. I still got a car, got bills. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. So helped him out a little bit with a couple events, just shooting like backdrop, little secondary shooter stuff. And like I say, getting getting blessed with that cash at the end of the night. I'm like, oh, yeah, whenever you need me. So on top, so I'm like, all right, let's let's keep it going. So I stayed consistent with him for a couple months. He introduced me to another, another partner of ours. And then that's really when it started to take the take off and really curve. Cause then they placed me in on the uh, on the club scene on the nightlife scene. That's that's kind of how we both got started. Pretty much just in the in the club and the bars as the as the picture man, picture man. Yeah. So um, so I'm in. It was a uh, what was it? Premium one twenty seven off one hundred twenty seventh and uh like Western somewhere. Like I say those that's been rocking with me. Y'all know that spot. Y'all know there. I've definitely been a, the same way. Like uh, Navy Pier was my playground. I bring my friends up. Like yeah, come on, come on over. I get you on the Ferris wheel. Nad stepped up to the bar, being over 21, like, yeah, now I could get y'all in the bars, get y'all in the clubs here. <laughs> so that that became my playground for a little bit. Premium 127, shooting there. Um, like I say, that started my networking with the, with the promoters in, in the Chicago nightlife scene, DJs. And then, like I say, as I've shown consistency and drive, <clears throat> they, uh, like I say, my partners, they ended up just uh, throwing me more gigs. What really happened... Um, as I was working, I didn't have my own equipment, so I'm borrowing theirs. And as I'm out and about, people people are asking, like, "Oh, can you do this baby shower? Can you do this party for me?" And I'm finding myself hitting them, uh, hitting them back, like, "Hey, somebody wants to do this, uh, wants to do this event. 
are y'all available? And either they won't be available or they'll eventually just send me. So I'm like, man, let me get my, get my equipment together, get myself together and get my piece of the pie. So after about a year of that, I did. I got my own equipment and just started building my own book of business. Of course, keeping them in the loop. We still do work together. My guy, Everett Reed, Terrell Spragans. Like I say, those, those my boys, they got me in the game. And like I say, from 2014, 2015 to now, it's just been every every day, every year has been been a journey and, and journey of growth. Just progress, huh? Yes. Probably 20. Oh, I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. You get another good, question. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, when, you, when you're passionate about certain things, you can just kind of go on and on. Uh, 2018 was probably my first year where I had like, it was May 2018 where I had a had every weekend booked, and I that's when I felt like, oh, okay, that was the curve. That was like, okay, I'm I'm doing this right. Yeah. I'm doing this, or I'm <laughs> I'm doing something right. And then, like I say, just just going from there. Yeah. So I I think what's key there is what you said earlier is consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people start <clears throat> businesses, right, and and they're not consistent. They may do something one weekend, feel accomplished, and then don't do nothing to like the next month later. Yeah. You know, and then in, in our culture, we got a bad rep for being like bad in business. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, they say, yeah, I don't want to do business with black people. That's because we're not consistent enough. Or we could get a little too comfortable little sometimes too comfortable. with either our our um our experience or even our clientele or whatnot. Like especially if it's family, friends or we we hooking somebody up, so it feel like oh I don't have to do a hundred percent. I don't have to do the best. Like no, you treat every every client like it's your first or your last. Facts. That's how you get ahead, right? Indeed. So I like that. So basically, when you first started out, you were consistent, right? Mm-hmm. And then your business grew through and I, word I, and of I mouth. Was, and I was hungry. You I was hungry. hungry. You yeah. were hungry. And and yes, you touch on a good point. Pretty much after after a while, or once. Like say, once I really got going, referrals, even to this day, referrals is really my best, best line of business. Um, yeah, I do posts here and there. I do Instagram, Facebook, all the social media, um, pass out my cards. But the best line of business is referrals. It's like, oh yeah, you did my auntie's birthday party or you did my cousin's wedding. I want you, I want to use you. And I've established like a, a family full of clients based off of that. I did one cousin's birthday party, then the other cousin hit me up for their birthday party, <laughs> then the sister hit me up for hers. So, like, there's one family in particular I'm locked in with for, like, at least a couple months out the out the year just based off of their birthdays alone. Hmm. Bread. Just, Man. just off word of mouth. Hey, one, one of them, matter of fact, I just did a uh, baby shower over the weekend. Yeah. They got proposed to. Shout out to Dominique, if you own. I, I saw you earlier. Congrats on the... <laughs> On the engagement, looking forward to getting that phone call. So they got, she got proposed to at the baby shower. So not going to lie, the first, first thing came to my head, like, okay, yes. Another booking, but also just also being a part of people's special moments too. That's, mm. that's another thing that really just helps me enjoy this. Like whether, whether it's like their baby's first birthday party and then years, a couple years later, I'm doing their, their fifth birthday or their uh, kindergarten graduation. I have a client of mine. I I, rec- I remember doing her sweet 16 party. And then that was, man, it was a while ago, a couple of years ago, pretty much. And then what, last summer, I'm doing her, 
I'm doing her trunk party, going to college. Mm. So I'm like, man. So one, it feels good that the family kept me around this long. Obviously, I'm doing something right. And then secondly, just just seeing like the growth and development of like my clients and everything. Like, wow, like I really get close with some of my uh, some of my clients. I like that. And to be honest, I think that's what helps some businesses um, stay the course. Right. So it's, it's it's more than just money, because in my opinion, money is only going to motivate you to to a certain extent for so long. Right. For so long. And, and all then, money ain't good money. And, and, and exactly. And all, all money ain't good money. All money ain't exactly. worth it. Exactly. That that motivation going to die eventually. You got to really enjoy what you're doing. Exactly. Like you said, like you were part of someone's moment and you're able to capture that. That's what makes it more worthwhile. And, that, and that's what keeps you up at night at the end videos and you know yes. photos exactly exactly i like that i like that that's key like that like that's a bar right there <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> it, it kept me going from when i was just like say just showing up like oh you got an event oh don't not even tra- charging or anything to be there just shoot i'll just show up and take the pictures and sell some prints and just, just trying to get yourself out there so just knowing knowing your levels too taking taking those baby steps knowing how to crawl before you walk not jumping out the gate Hmm. charging an arm and a leg thousand dollars i do still consider myself reasonable yes my prices have changed obviously from right 2015 to now even shoot from last year to this year maybe <laughs> hey expect another uh price price jump uh 2023 y'all right, hey, right. yesterday's price ain't today's price <laughs> but at the end of the day i always say too i'm not trying to get rich off nobody either like right. you like, told me that too i was like okay i appreciate hey, that. exactly i try to help out when i can or whatnot so, so is that how you get like talk about like getting um like a higher end clients? Like you're mm-hmm. booking like weddings and mm-hmm. big events that's more than just like a simple hour photo shoot. Like was that strictly through word of mouth or like was were you more like strategic in that? Like um it definitely what was that process? Uh like I say it definitely started with referrals and just and kind of like the circles you kind of encompass yourself with. Um there's a saying your your net worth is your network. So pretty much your if your if your circle only consists of X Y Z that's really where you're gonna you're gonna find yourself in a bubble or whatnot yeah. until you learn how to expand and like say learn how to just network in general too like say every uh, every event do- doesn't have to be work you can actually go out rub some elbows or whatnot and and then once you find you're putting yourself in these different circles and different situations you'll find different doors opening up as well so just learning how to how to work rooms putting yourself in the right circles and the right atmospheres okay makes sense so how would you explain to a newbie how to start a photography business i i I know how you got started right Mm -hmm. but like for example, like learning how to podcast or create a website i need to know what equipment i need what software i need Oh, yeah. So, like, how has that been? So, what what software would you uh, suggest to a newbie? What 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 equipment? Um, well, know? starting starting off, uh, well, first step, very very first step. Um, of course, like anything, not to be cliche, do your research, of course. Facts. Um, and then shadow, find somebody that you do kind of look up to in the industry, or somebody you you kind of admire, or whatnot. Like, hey, can I come kind of shadow you or whatnot? Check you out with certain things, and like I say, you don't have to go in trying to get your feet wet right right out the gate just kind of watch and observe and then kind of see what they got see what you can get close to it 
Um, like I say, I didn't jump out the gate buying a thousand dollar camera. Um, my first uh set, mm-hmm. my first little set of set of equipment was like a Nikon thirty two hundred. Had me a Canon selfie printer. Um, what was the flash? It was a Nikon SP seven hundred. Pretty much my first first little setup ran me maybe about five six hundred dollars. Um, which was like I say, which was still an investment at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and did I? It took just to make that back. It took me a little while, a couple months or whatnot. But like I say, once I just had that that drive and kept kept going, I was able to I was able to kind of recoup that, and then just kind of continue to learn how to how to just expand from there. So I would like I say I would tell them definitely do the research, shadow, and then kind of compare and contrast um, equipment and stuff. Like I say, don't necessarily feel you have to jump out the gate with the most fancy, most expensive equipment. Get started first, and then eventually you'll get yourself up there. Like I say, that five hundred dollar camera. Well, the camera alone wasn't five hundred. The camera was only like three. Uh, that three hundred dollar camera opened up doors for me to eventually get the thousand plus dollar ca- camera. Yeah. So it was it was definitely a marathon, not a sprint. That's and I'm and I'm still running. <laughs> you know, they say you've been running for Jesus a long time. I've been running in photography a long time. And I'm a little tired, but I I ain't stopping no time soon. I feel that, as you shouldn't. And I I think something that people underestimate is connections, right? I'm sure you got a lot of clientele through just connections. Like other, mm-hmm. like other business owners and even like photographers, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think we like our issue is that we think anyone who's doing the same thing we're doing is a competitor and just forget them. You know, right. No, no. It's no a- y'all can collab. So I always say collaboration over competition because that's how we grow as a culture. Agree. You know what I'm saying? That's how we grow as a culture. Yeah, and and it's just it's enough for everybody out here. It's enough. Enough. Cuz one, I can't be everywhere. So <clears throat> so I'm, there's going to be times where I may need to reach out to somebody to to throw another a, another photographer whether it be either male or female. If, if they black, that's even better. Like I say, just keep the money. More than likely it will be. <laughs> like yeah. keep keep the money in the family. Yeah. Like hey, I can't do this event. Whether it I have the client book through me and like I get my cut, give them some, or I just stay completely hands off and like I can't do it, but I got somebody that I vouch for and just give them the, and they'll appreciate that. And eventually it'll come back full circle. Like there's going to be time they may be busy and they're gonna be like, oh, I can't do it. You threw me a bone last time. Here, here you go right back. And also everybody has their own style, own taste. So don't, uh, like I say, there, I know many photographers do I find myself intimidated? Like, oh, I don't want them around because they're going to take... No, because I know my land. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I offer. And that's and what that's something that other people may not. So I'm like, I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got a, I got my book of business. I'm good. I got mine. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's, get yours too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's <clears throat> definitely key. So, like, I, I had recommended, like, a few people to you for your, you know, photography. Yes. I'm like, he's the best one I know. Go to him. And you recommended people to me for car rental business. I think that's key. We're not in the same business, but you're like, okay, she looked out for me. I'm going to look out for her. You know what I mean? And and, and that's that's how we need to grow as a community. I agree. I agree. In my opinion. Oh, no. I'm with it. I'm totally with it. Totally with it. (laughs) You know, so have you, what are your future plans for expanding? Expanding. So like, so... Mm -hmm. 
do you think you want to get into like social media marketing, like into like Instagram reels, you know, all of the newest, you know, things yeah. to market on social media? Like, are you into that or are you just not? Not completely. Of course, I do want to always expand and upgrade a- accordingly. Um, I don't. I don't want to be complacent. I do want to mm-hmm. grow accordingly. Am I trying to get like this million person team or like really just um, completely dive into it like that? I, I do like where I'm at with it now. Like I have, um, like I say, things are consistent. I have my flexibility where I can like, hey, if I want to do something else, I can. Um, there are, like say, there are partners I work with that I that if I am tied up or whatnot, I can reach out like, hey, can you cover this for me? Um, but uh, that's actually been a been a journey and a lear- learning curve as well. Um, even when you are trying to put other people on, there's there's been some cons in that area as well. Like trying to either refer or throw some business, and I've, I've been flaked on a couple times, and those were those are not good experiences. That makes sense. So I feel like as entrepreneurs, you know, like we're always uh, told to like think big, right? And to just have like a fifty to hundred employees. And, and I try to tell people, people who I mentor, that that you Sound, don't have to do that. Sounds good. You it don't. sounds great. Sounds <laughs> great. But if you only knew the work and the money involved with that, like you still got you got to take care of them people. Yeah, yeah. And and like you don't have to. <clears throat> Like fake raise your standards because mm-hmm. of what society tells you your standards should be, right? If you just want to be a five person photography team, let it be that. Mm-hmm. Don't say, "Oh, I want a, a multi billion dollar photography company." No, you don't have to be that. Yeah. You know, there's a and lot of just, entrepreneurs like you killing it and just by, by yourself, or maybe with like a, a, the, the help of one or two people. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's fine. Yeah. You know. That's why I asked you that question. I think it's important for, for people to know you don't have to have 10 to 50 employees. It's not necessary at all. Yeah. And I also even give another tidbit. I know this is all about like entrepreneurship and business ownership. Um, but also uh, I'm an advocate of uh, keeping a keeping a nine to five, keeping a full time job as well. That is OK. Like you don't have to just jump head in and like, oh, I want to be my own boss, mm-hmm. punch, punch my own clock. I don't want to be making other people rich. No, no, it's. Go punch that clock. It's cool. It's a consistent check every week, every two weeks or whatnot. Because yeah. this, this entrepreneur business owner life is, you're not just going to wake up the next day as a business owner and, and make the same amount you're making with your nine to five. Maybe depending on the job or whatnot, but pretty much you're not going to make big bucks just off that one switch. Fact. I think uh, sometimes we get a little clouded. We may have like one good weekend or one good week in entrepreneurship and then it's all. Oh, I'm quitting my job. I'm good. <laughs> no, you're going to have your ups and your downs. You're going to have to, there's going to be weeks you're going to have to grind, grind, grind. And, and then there's going to be some weeks that come a little bit easier. And then there's going to be some weeks or months where it's nothing. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that comes from, I, I know a lot of that comes from social media. Everyone oh, yeah. shows a good side of everything. Of course. Right. And, and, and they're like, okay, I got to quit my job eventually. And, Run up this bag. No, you don't have to. You know, to be honest, I grew some of my business using the money for my nine to five. Exactly. If I didn't have that, if I didn't, did not have that money. Right. Yeah. Or just have a, pl- just have problem. a plan for it. Just have a plan yeah, for it. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like we, like I say, if you're not doing something you're, you're happy or passionate about, I get it. Switch it up. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But just have a plan. Yeah. And, and that's why the Fluent Black podcast is going to stress entrepreneurship as well. 
there's more opportunity today as an entrepreneur inside of a company than an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So, so making a company a lot of money and being the best employee you can, you can make high yeah. six figures. Yeah. And it's easier than being an entrepreneur. Exactly. Like entrepreneurs is, is will take longer to make that money. Of in course. most cases. Right. You know? Of course you got your you got your anomalies, you get you get lucky and stuff like that. But it's not like I say it's, that's it's all you totally see okay. Too. Mm-hmm. But 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 that's not reality. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You're not gonna you're not going to show your bad days on Instagram. That Like, you you rarely not. see that like, <laughs> unless it's some sort of clickbaity or you're up there crying about something or whatnot. Like, it, unless it's, like I say, unless it's some sort of clickbait, no one's going to show you their their bad days. Yeah, for real. When, when I started my web development business, <clears throat> it was months that I made less than $1,000 a month. I mean, shit. And them bills still, sure. and them bills still knocking. Bills still knocking. It, they ain't trying you to know? hear like, oh, hey, I didn't get no clients. I wasn't able to take no photo shoots this week. You know what not. I mean? Comment still gonna. Hey, you better figure it out. <laughs> but 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 the, but the point is that we kept going. We kept hustling, and then we had months where we made more than enough to cover our bills. You know, we had enough to save or invest. And it teaches you how to manage your money too, as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because, yeah. like I say, because it can be such a financial roller coaster in a way you, you got to know like all right this might next month next week might not be as popping so let me make sure i take care of this take care of that or put this to the side and i'll admit that's even something i'm still learning as well too I'm, I'm, Facts, i ain't yeah. got it together yet <laughs> like i say yeah i brought it up like I'm, I'm like yeah i got all this good financial management no i'll be i'll be spending frivolously sometimes yeah yeah it'd be like that sometimes it's okay we're yeah. still learning yeah, we all human, you know. Of social course. Media make every everyone wants to seem perfect, but we're not. We all have stuff we're struggling with, for real. So, how how did you ever handle um, disappointed clients? I won't say mad. Uh, no, I get you. <laughs> I get you. Oh yeah, every every day isn't isn't sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Um, most not gonna lie, most of it's been like so I haven't really had too many distraught, too many complaints. Um, some of the complaints I may have gotten personally, uh, sometimes I may have taken a little too long to get orders or packages together. Um, I'm, I, I'm actually dealing with a little bit of that now, so I'm sorry, y'all. I, I swear y'all stuff is coming. I ain't, I ain't forget about y'all. Um, so just, so like I say, that's something I have to work on just managing a little bit better, like making sure like, all right, cool. I just did this event. All right, get these edits done by this time. Get, start working on the book by this time so I can have stuff done accordingly. Um, let's see, there was an instance where the client, where I uh, may have forgotten or didn't take a certain picture of a certain family member or a certain pose they wanted that. I don't think that was completely on me. It's like, Hey, I'm here. If there are certain pictures you want, you got to let me know. I don't know who's auntie care, who's auntie Carol from out of town or who's who, or who, who (laughs) really need, Hey, if there's somebody you really want to take pictures with, yeah, just tell me whatever you need. Let's get them together or whatnot. Um, but like I say, I'm always open to feedback, constructive criticism. Um, has there, I'm trying to see if there's been any other major complaints. Other than that, other than that, not so much. Those those that's on, uh, on the lives, if, if I did something wrong, feel free to tell me. Tell me about myself. No? All right, cool. <laughs> All right, nobody said nothing, so I'm good. All right, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I, d- I definitely <laughs> think the best feedback is from customers who are unsatisfied, right? <clears throat> And complete transparency, right? Of course. 
the customer is always is always right is just false. It's false, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> just being complete, completely transparent. Um, being a good business owner, I think, deals with just managing different personalities, right? Oh yeah. And oh, some yeah. of your customers may be having a bad day and lashing out on you. You just have to accept it and say, "Hey, oh. we understand it. This person have is having a bad day." Oh, yeah. weddings, weddings, Brazil, good Brazilians, Brazilians, <laughs> good Brazilians. I haven't like I haven't encountered encountered too many. Um, like I've never gotten cursed out personally, but I've definitely <laughs> witnessed frustration and like uh, bridesmaids are late, so she she pissed off. Uh, the bouquet didn't arrive, or another vendor or something like that didn't show up on time. So so her her mood is just blown. I'm like. So I just touch. I'm like, we good, right? We okay. I'm like, I know you're a little frustrated, but I'm gonna need you to smile a little bit because everything's showing in your pictures. Like you gonna you gonna be mad all over again when you see these pictures. <laughs> you're gonna be mad. So there there's even a level of customer service to it as well. Um, once again, like say just sticking on weddings or whatnot. Sometimes I found myself turning to the event planner too a little bit or the wedding planner, mm-hmm. just getting them in line and keeping them like okay, because like I say, once you're I can understand once you're in that moment or whatnot, especially as the bride and groom, like your whole main focus is saying, I do. Yeah. Once you get the, I do, you're, you're pretty nervous. Mostly the groom, you're nervous up to that point. Then after that point, then it's like, you feel like everything's done. All right. Time to drink. Wait, not yet. Hold on. We got to We got to take these group pictures. We got to take these pretty pictures of everybody. Oh, got my phone's falling down. <laughs> we do the, uh, do the group pictures. And then we, uh, then of course we got the traditional, we got the, uh, bouquet saws, garter saws. Sometimes they forget all about those things, all those moments. So sometimes I find myself just keeping them on track, like, hey, we got to get these things or whatnot. Because now I know in those cases, like, oh, you didn't get us throwing the bouquet. Y'all never did it. I can't, I can't take the picture if you didn't do it. <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, it's like I say, it's an experience. I, I enjoy it. Obviously, weddings are kind of, kind of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> It's, it's, it's higher ticket too, I bet, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I, I always feel like people who are planning weddings, <laughs> I saw a quote to say people who are planning weddings just don't have no idea of what a budget is. They just want it to be the best and they just... <laughs> yeah, especially when they got it. And like they say, not, yeah. not do I like... It's a special moment. Of course, of course. And want to try to make it as special as possible. Do I, like say, once again, do I try to get rich off anybody that's just because it's a wedding? No. no, like, do I have my wedding prices? Yes, um, but I'm not about to just hit nobody over the head just because it's a wedding. Just because it's like, hey, this is my price. From the moment you ask, it's gonna be the same, unless it's like a whole, it's a whole another like couple of years. You wait too long or whatnot. But um, but yeah, I, I do like I say once again, I do find myself pretty reasonable. Um, I work with those when and if I can, um, and we just we just go from there. Okay. Okay. So I know earlier you told us what equipment you you used mm-hmm. for photography. What about the software? Because you do photo editing as well. Sure. I just want everyone who's <clears throat> interested in getting to photography to know like yes. the steps to you know. Yeah. Use. Um. Of course, you have your you have your Lightroom. You have your Photoshop. Um. Just learning your different tricks and um, manipulations on there. Um. YouTube honestly is your best teacher going on there and just doing a little walkthrough you have a youtube video up and then have your software have lightroom up mm. and just following along once again finding somebody that you know is is a little more 
more uh, prevalent in that area, they they can help you out as well. Mm-hmm. And there's even um there's even third party uh, sites you can go to or sources you can use to get edits done for you as well. So the same way, like if you use the example of Amazon, how like you don't see Jeff Bezos out here delivering packages. He he outsources his deliveries and stuff like that from different sources and things. So and that's one thing I've, I've found myself being able to do, too. Like I say, I've been able to reach out to to others or different sources for certain things that I still may have not grasped or learned completely yet. And I, I can do basic edits all day, but some of the photo manipulations that you may see with like green screen, a partner of mine, uh, Wolf of Chicago, if he's still on live, shout out to him. He's great with the green screen and changing the background of stuff. So I've, like I say, I've been able to pick his brain on things as well or get him to help me out. Or like I say, use another third party source as well. So just u- utilizing your resources, utilizing your resources and not taking anything for granted. For sure. I know one is a uh, Fiverr. Mm-hmm. So in in uh, Upwork, so yep. I, I use both of those for like web development help, uh, uh, YouTube th- thumbnail creation for the videos, yep. the banner creation. So Upwork and Fiverr is my go to. Fiverr is cheaper. Upwork is um depend on who you hire is right. affordable to get graphic design, web development, any almost anything you, you need done. Yeah, and that's a whole new market, just just a sidebar. That's a whole new market within itself. Uh, I think that's they're calling that like the the gig economy. Yeah. Just kind of handy not necessarily handyman, but just any little thing you may need miscellaneous you can find somebody to kind of do for you and that's that's awesome. I think that's an awesome thing for our economy nowadays. Yeah, and, and I heard even people who are full-time employees are using some of their salary <laughs> money to hire these people to help them with, with their full-time job. No kidding. They, they about to start hiring people to go to work for them. Yeah. I, that's, that's the next step. <laughs> like, hey, let's say I'm a web developer and I don't know how to write this piece of code. I can go on Upwork. Okay. I'm getting paid 2000 every two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. I can use two, 300 if not less, to get help with help with this code yeah yeah once again it goes back to utilizing your resources resources like i say you don't have to also as a business owner entrepreneur you don't have to do everything on your own get it's yeah. okay to get help and and one one uh piece of pushback for that would be like oh well if you want to do it right you got to do it yourself or good help is hard to find yes totally agree but just just try it or like i say try, try different people when you can if it's something super important of course yeah get it done right do it yourself but don't be afraid to reach out and try to try to outsource. Yeah. Be resourceful. I think in our culture, like ego is a big thing. Yeah. You know, in many cultures, but especially yeah. in ours, you know, we take pride in what we do. And that ego can definitely block your blessings. I yeah. think that's the main point here. And the matter of just uh like I say, just wanna trying to trying to keep all the money to yourself, not necessarily in a greedy way, but of yep, course. Yep doing all this outsourcing or finding partners or whatnot, you got to pay for those things. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to, it's not going to get done for free. So it's like, oh, if I just do it myself, I get to keep all the money. But what about your time? Your mm-hmm. time is just as valuable as well. Mm-hmm. And time and health. Like right. I say, so you sitting up, like I say, staying on photography. I'm staying up all night trying to edit these pictures, edit a wedding or whatnot, when I could just kind of maybe possibly outsource it, save me some time. I, I could do a wedding mm-hmm. about... 700 pictures I get I could outsource them have the pictures back in about a week or two shoot them out there may be a couple of things I need to do do some prints there we go we good 
Yeah, but you know, like Tam and uh, Tam and Andrew, all that is is not I tangible. I, I think I set my cameras up wrong. They asking it's to not, put you on the camera. Yeah. Not tangible <laughs> like money. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So we don't we 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 don't care about that. <clears throat> In, which we should, but of course. Oh, you no, know, like time is just as valuable as money. Oh but yeah, if we're not putting it, you know, <laughs> into the economy, the right thing, we're not taking right it out things. of our pocket. So, so you know, we don't care about it. But exactly, it's just as, as valuable. Yeah, because like you say, especially when you wanna when you wanna enjoy yourself and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you work, 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 trying to make all this money, but then when you have time for yourself to regroup or just or just have some fun or whatnot, you. I'm definitely, uh, like I say, one of my mottos is definitely work hard, play hard. I'm a big advocate of that. Yeah. Of course, you got to get the work done first to to truly enjoy yourself. But like I say, you work hard, enjoy yourself. Take some time to yourself, whether it's taking a day to just nap and do nothing or spending some time with some friends and family going out or something. Yeah, I feel like I feel as if you get burnt out faster when you don't oh, enjoy yeah. Your money, right? Of course. You're working hard and you're For just... For it and not doing nothing with it, like... Yeah. You got to loosen up in, in college. When I first started my web development business, my mentor said, you know, you should loosen up on your money a little bit. Scott Stevens, never forget him. Oh, man. And he was right. You know, I was just in the dorm. I wouldn't go out and spend a dollar at a bar, restaurant, spend thing. Spend a check and get it right back. Right? <laughs> I just eat lunch, lunchroom food, you know, part of my meal plan, save money. He said, loosen up on it. And I started to loosen up on it. I started to enjoy the work more. You know, at first That's I felt a like point. a slave, you right. know, just doing all that work. Yeah, because you, know, you had Right, you ain't had nothing to show for it. Yeah, you got the money, but you're not doing nothing with it. So it's, it's hidden somewhere. It's gone. Uh, buy yourself, a, like I say, buy yourself maybe not a brand new car or anything, but even <laughs> just like a little trinket or something like that, a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think that's key too. You said buy yourself not a brand new car. I feel as if another issue is that we overcompensate ourselves. Mm, yeah. We start to get a little success, a little. Because we want to show it off. We want to show how, how good we're doing. Yeah. We want to, like, yeah, this is what my, once again, going back to like the little social media look of it, like, yeah, yeah this is what my business has brought me, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, nah, you don't have to compete. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses in, in, that, in that manner. Yeah, that's a faster way to go bankrupt and, and yeah. just go broke just looking that way. I, I think you have to be cognizant of um, what you're spending your money on. Yeah, I, right? bought, like, I bought myself some magic tricks the other day. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a one thing, yeah, one thing about me. I'm, I'm a little magic connoisseur. Yeah, I bought yeah. me some little magic tricks to learn the other day, and I was calling about like twenty, thirty dollars, and I'm, oh man, I'm ecstatic. I should have brought one with me, which I could did here, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if 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 you're getting like five thousand dollars to make a website, for example. Like a lot of people would be raised about like a ten thousand dollar Rolex. Like, damn, that's that's double what you made. Because mm -hmm. because I feel as if we think is in terms of okay, if I can make five thousand now, I can make five thousand next okay. month. Five thousand next month, pay off the Rolex. Right. But you should never make financial decisions based on success in the future that you think will happen. Right. Because most of the time it does, it does not happen. It does right, not you can't, happen. Can't spend money you don't have. You can't spend money you don't have. And I made that mistake too. Mm. When I graduated college, I had my business popping, making websites. I'm like, shit, you know, I'm making mm. money. And it, it, it did not end well for me. Or I you, was in credit card debt. Man, or you think you're doing it because you had that one good month. So you yeah. go buy this new expensive car. Mm -hmm. And then your next month or next couple months kind of kind of bogus. And, and then the brakes <laughs> go out on that 
on that Lamborghini and now how you going to, maybe not Lamborghini, but like you your brakes go out on your, on your Porsche. That's easy $600. You heard. Just on brakes. You heard. Right. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's messed up, right? You're like, damn. You blame everybody but, but yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the point. Everybody then, but yourself. Then you're trying to double, double the grind up, pass the hat around, about trying to, trying to make up this, this money that you thought was coming in and, and it didn't. It's, it's lifestyle creep. That's, mm. that, that's, that, that's a big issue as well. You know, you're making 50000 let's say, and then all of a sudden you're making 70000 You start increasing your expenses. You say, okay, I can afford a, a BMW now versus a Honda. Now I can afford a Porsche versus a BMW because I'm making 90000 versus seventy. Mm-hmm. And you can never save and invest because your money just keeps Keep, going right, to bills. Right, just, and just because, like, you get an increase, like, or going back to the— uh, Using the nine to five for an example, say you are working the nine to five, mm-hmm. you're making sixty thousand dollars, and then say you get a raise to sixty five or whatnot. Mm. That that don't necessarily mean go buy a new car because that because that promotion or that raise you just got is going to your new expense. It's not it's not gonna make no difference. Like yeah, you got something new or whatnot to to show for it, mm. but you can use that money for something else. Now if that's something you just really really wanted, all right, cool, congratulations, but. Just because you started making more money don't mean you have to necessarily always up your lifestyle completely. Like I say, a little thing, you can make little changes here and there, yeah. but you don't have to start breaking the bank. For example, you work in a nine to five too, right? I do. I do. Yes. Yes, I do. And and I'm totally okay with it. I, I always get the uh, question or get asked, oh, you, you plan on doing uh, photography full time or when are you going to do photography full time? I'm like, no, nah, no time soon. I'm, I'm chilling. I like where it is right here. Like I say, so when I do, when I do have those opportunities or come up like, oh, I want to go out of town this weekend or I want to do X, Y, Z, I have that flexibility to cut off my schedule. Like, hey, up, oh, can't pick up no gigs this Saturday or can't pick up any gigs X weekend because I'm going to be gone. Yeah. And, and that's key that 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 health insurance not cheap when you're an entrepreneur. And benefits. And benefits. Exactly. <laughs> Jobs provide and benefits. Also, you're a homeowner. Yes. You are a homeowner. I I've been to his house. He 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 beat he beat me in basketball. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> he beat me. It's gonna be a year uh <laughs> next in about a week. Yep, in my crib. Yeah. Uh a you, year. You're a homeowner and it's harder to get a home when you're a full time entrepreneur because banks wanna see stable income. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they asked me for so months. much paperwork. Yeah, I bet. Several times. <laughs> like the same paperwork they asked at least two, three times. I'm like, I'm like it. This, it's not even the end of the month. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same amount of money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of benefits <clears throat> at working a, a nine to five. So even though, you know, I'm going to have a lot of entrepreneurs on this podcast, it's, it's, it's crucial to still work that nine to five and hustle your way out of cons- bad debt, right? Mm-hmm. Consumer debt and build your business on the side does not mean you have to be full-time as an entrepreneur at all. Exactly. It's not. You can screw yourself doing that in many ways besides owning a home. Right. You're you going you to lose your benefits, benefits <laughs> if you got help, if, if you do. Mm-hmm. Granted, there are, like I say, there are options out here, but yeah. it's, it's nice to have that, uh, have that in your back pocket. Yeah. It's more expensive. I just be, recently became a full-time entrepreneur. Ah. Uh, health insurance is not cheap. Man. <laughs> it's not at all, but... It comes with it comes with the life. 
Mm-hmm. So, so I see you doing like a lot of events mm-hmm. and pop ups, and I'm like, God, this guy is like on the road. Yeah, definitely so, stay pretty busy. So, so how does that come about? Like, do you plan it yourself? It, is that because of connections or? Um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of it does come from the connections I have. Um, people reach out like, Hey, I got this going on. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you come out? Um, one big network I do have is my fraternity. Cap Alpha Psi, yo to the noops. Oh yeah. So that's a that's a network within itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, hundreds of brothers all over the all over the state, all over the country, or whatnot. So of course they have something going on. <clears throat> um, I consider myself pretty uh, prevalent in the in the fright out here between uh, between my chapters I'm part of. So brothers know me. They they're gonna reach out like, oh Josh, I got this going on. Can you can you come to this? Oh Josh, I got this going on. So that's that's a network within itself. Then, like I say, starting from the from the nightlife scene from, from 2015 to now, mm-hmm. there's promoters I've I've worked with and dealt with who I've been once again consistent with, mm-hmm. who I've um, built positive rapport with as well. Like I say, not saying you have to be friends with everybody. Everybody's not going to be your best friend, um, or you don't have to try to like oh I'm gonna be cool with this person just because one day like just make it make genuine connections or whatnot. So there's like uh there's a team of like nightlife promoters, DJs who who've seen me around and like, oh yeah. Yeah. So if they have events or parties going on, I'm welcome to pop in, do my thing there, or they'll reach out directly, like, yeah, we got this big we we want you. And that and that's always a good feeling too. Mm-hmm. Even when like say I am busy or whatnot and I and I do try to like, oh I, I can't do it, but I got a partner of mine. Oh man, no, we don't want the partner, we want you. It feels good. It does feel good. Sometimes I feel bad because it's like, man, <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I know how, how bad they want me, but I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that that's a good good feeling to have. And just like I say, having these networks and and circles that uh that I'm that I'm in and a part of. <clears throat> and then also while I'm doing my shout outs, uh, shout out to the Association of Chicago. That's another uh, business investment group I'm in. We uh we put together a lot of events. Last event we did was a charity bike ride. You all may have seen me advertise that. Then we did our uh, Juneteenth event. You all may be or more familiar with our Blacktopia event we did in March. That's coming around again next year. So yeah, that's a whole nother group of business owners. Once again, like I say, I'm a, I'll make sure you get in tune with some of some of my people from there and, and my my founder of the association with Chicago again. Uh, we uh we got a lot of stuff going on as well too. Yeah, w- one reason I was so impressed with all all of the events you were doing <clears throat> is because like sometimes we're scared to fail, right? So let's oh, yeah. say you threw an event and your turnout was like five people. You're like, damn, right? You mm, know what I'm saying? Happens. But that's what it stops happens. a lot of us. Yeah, we we don't want to we don't want that to happen to us. You know, let's say we throw an event. We expected 100 people and like 40 show up. I, I was a vendor at an event recently. It's supposed to be 200 people. And it was, it was only, it was less than 100. Mm. You know, and 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 the organizer of the event, she was still in good spirit. She's like, okay, of course. We, we got it next year. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then that's powerful, not being afraid to fail and just doing it. Because if you didn't throw an event, Ever you wouldn't know what to. You wouldn't fix. have had nobody. You wouldn't have had no circle or no pool to pull from. Exactly. You wouldn't know what to fix at the next event. Exactly. Exactly. You never and get the, better. At and all. then those that need to be there will be there anyway. Like yeah. I say, yeah, you may be looking for this person, that person to be there. Hey, it wasn't meant for them to be there. It, 
it is what it is. Um, but like I say, as long as you made the connections you needed to for the people that was there, then you just take that and you run with it. Okay. One question. One mm-hmm. last question. Oh, let's do it. How do you go about pricing? Pricing. Pricing for different occasions. Because pricing is something <laughs> that a lot of people struggle with. And I struggled with yeah. that when I started making websites. I said, what's the price? This client, this client. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I say, once again, you kind of research the market, kind of see what okay. what other people are charging. Um, people that are in skill level as well. So it's like, you got to you got to know yourself too. You got to be you got to be real with yourself. You like <laughs> all right, yeah, this person they they charging uh what? They charging $3,000 for a wedding or whatnot. But what are they one? You got to see what they're providing for that, their skill level and everything. And then you got to compare yourself like all right, are you yeah, you of course you want to have the confidence. Yeah, I'm I'm worth $3,000. You just started last month. You just you just got in the game. R- relax. Exactly, exactly. Re- relax. Um, like I say, you, so compare and contrast of other individuals in the in the game, in the circle, and just the mark. Like I say, it don't have to be the full market, like national. Don't go on Google and go like, oh, nationally or whatnot. Honestly, just use your circle of who you're around right now. Like I say, you've, you've obviously reached out to your uh, mentor or somebody that you follow or somebody that got you into the game. So you see what kind of see what their prices are or whatnot. And then you kind of go from there. You either can do the same, a little bit under. Like I said, when you're first starting, a lot of a lot of people or a lot of business owners, you're gonna start off doing a lot of free work or should. Mm-hmm. Like you get your name out there, or whatnot, get get the exposure just to get build up that network. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of slowly, slowly go. Um, I wasn't obviously wasn't charging what I charge now back in 2015 or whatnot. I think I was um I was doing maybe like what, like $50 an hour. Mm-hmm. And and that was what twenty fifteen is seven years now, and I've I've doubled that. I'm oh. I'm at a, pretty much a hundred an hour, and I do feel I'm I'm worth that. And then also I'm looking at my um my circle, at least the circle I'm in, and the networks I'm in of other individuals and stuff like that. And I'm I think it's comparable. It's comparable, and uh, I feel as though I my package is valuable as well. Yeah, it is. And I can attest to that. <laughs> Been a client client a, a couple of times and yes, yes. sending people your way, for sure. So Yeah, like I say, pretty much you don't have to just jump out the gate charging thousand dollars for lashes and 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 all that all that stuff. Like, no, nah, like I say, you gotta crawl before you can walk. Yeah, my my first website I made for someone that that I, I actually got paid for it was two fifty. Okay. Two hundred fifty dollars. Right, it's well into the thousands now, but mm. I didn't know what I was doing, and so you know, not completely. So I said two hundred fifty dollars. Now looking back, well, I take that now. <laughs> or, or you think about, or you no. go back and you think about like certain <laughs> certain times you got bookings or jobs when, like you said, a price and how excited the person was about that price, and you like, like, dang, I should have charged more. You yeah. like, you're like, okay. I actually just recently <laughs> did that, trying to hook up, like say, one of the nopes or whatnot. I'm like, mm. but of course, like I said. I, I, I I looked out or whatnot. They they were weird, real happy, mm-hmm. real happy. But of course, if you don't know, like you don't know yeah, what yeah. you don't know what you don't know. So it it is what it is. One hundred percent. So a lot of good advice from Joshua. Appreciate it. Where can p- people find you on social media? Where can oh, yes. people find you on social media? Oh yes, yes. Uh, Facebook Joshua Joel J O S H U A J O E L. Instagram Joshua Joel Photography. J O S H U A J O E L P H O T O G R 
APHY. I like that. And if you didn't get that for whatever reason, I'm fluent in black on Instagram and, and Facebook. We tagged him on our pages, so you'll find him on there easily. So, Joshua, I appreciate it. I don't see why anyone wouldn't watch this episode and be able to start their own photography business. You know, and I'm sure if they have any questions, they can reach out to you on those platforms. Indeed, indeed. And, and you will help. And, and that's one thing I, I like about Joshua and, and a lot of my other connections in, in this community is that we're willing to help. We want to bring everyone else to the top with us, and we want to just progress as a culture. That's it. Yeah. Each one, teach one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I appreciate you, Joshua. Yeah. Thank you for coming yeah. on the first episode. Yes, yes. Glad I could be here. The first Black. one. We kicking it off. This is how we, we kicking, kicking it off, it. man. This is how we kicking it off. I appreciate that, Josh. Have That's a good one, people. Glad to be here. Love y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate the support. Oh, yeah.